Good afternoon and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana, live, Saturday, December 17th, 2022. A little Chuck Berry there from uh, the Home Alone soundtrack, Run Rudolph Run. Uh, great Christmas song, uh, it's at the beginning of the Home Alone when they're uh, late for the flight and um, they're running through the terminal, which I don't even think you can do that anymore. But anyway, uh, one of my favorite songs is uh, uh, Run Rudolph Run from the Home Alone soundtrack. So, never, never gets old. So, anyway, uh, it's Saturday. It's a beautiful day. The weather's here. Uh, the, it's a beautiful day at the cabana. The weather's really nice. Uh, very chill. Got, uh, got a couple of cold beers right here in the buckets. And uh, no vacancy because um, nobody knows where I am and... I don't actually, I actually don't even have rooms for rent. I'm just kidding. But um, it's a beautiful day and a little chilly, but, uh, you know, at the cabana, it's always chill. It's always chilly. It's a chill, chilly environment. So <laughs> anyway, uh, again, entertainment therapy from the captain. Permission to come aboard. It's Saturday. It's the weekend. It's holidays. It's Christmas. It's Festivus. It's in the air. It's everywhere. Excited to be here. Uh, actually, I hung out with a friend last night I hadn't seen in a while, and uh, a buddy of mine's getting married, and um, spent some time last night, and uh, um, had a good time. We uh, uh, had a couple cold ones, and just caught up on how everything's going, and you know, future married life, married life, and all that. And uh, it was it was good. It's good to uh, catch up with some old friends here and there. So, uh, you know, it's the weekend, and that's what it's all about. So. Um, and again, Christmas time, you got the movies, you got the music, there's sports, there's football. Thank God for bowl games. Thank God for football. I don't know what I'd do without football. And um, this is this is fun. It's fun. I mean, the holidays, there's always, it's just, it's just awesome, you know, until January rolls around, which, you know, is the longest year ever. So January is like a year, but, you know, it's just crazy, but we'll, we'll talk about that another time, but. You know, uh, we do have uh, the college bowl games have kicked off, so I'll get to that in a little bit. But um, if I wanted to talk about, you know, last week was the podcast about Christmas and the movies and things like that. And, I, you know, the whole podcast was dedicated to Christmas movies. And I'm sure, you know, there's some on there on the list I probably forgot. But either way, we all have our own preferences regarding Christmas movies, and and that that's great. So I hope everybody's enjoying whatever movies are on and uh and you know, have some fun this holiday season. You know, it's gonna be uh, Christmas. We got eight days till Christmas, so Santa, I'm sure he's working hard. You know, getting getting things rolling. So it's got a gonna be a busy year. Uh, actually, I watched a miracle on 34th Street the other night. Uh, it's the 75th anniversary. I just realized that it came out in 1947, and it's a short film, like an hour and a half maybe. But uh, young Natalie Wood, you know, she was she was just spot on, man. She just she was I just. I don't know much about how you know, the tragic ending of her life, but I didn't look into that. But um, I thought she was great, act, you know, for a child actress. And then um, Maureen O'Hara, she was she was awesome too. But just a, just a great film, A Miracle on 34th Street. I think I told you there's a remake, which I, I didn't like the remake. I thought I thought Elizabeth Perkins, her character in the movie, she sucked. But you know that's just my opinion. But the original is a classic. Always the originals are going to be the best. So great film, great heartfelt film, and. Uh, good good you know good time so if you got an hour and a half to spend on a movie watch that one so 
Uh, speaking of Christmas again, you know, the shopping, I tell you what, I made a mistake this morning and I went to Walmart. You know, um, we're not perfect. So, um, but, you know, I, I told you already not too long ago, a different podcast about New Year's resolutions. And my, one of my resolutions is there's three words I never plan to say again. It's uh, COVID-19, coronavirus, and pandemic. And I'm sure everybody agrees with me on that. So um, screw those words. And But another one is uh, my dad won't like this because my dad does a lot of business with Walmart, you know, and that's his bread and butter. And that's, there's, I understand. But Walmart sucks. And for 2022, or excuse me, 2023, uh, the captain's never going back to Walmart because I just, and it's not just the people, the shoppers, it's the people that work there. There is a change of pace at Walmart that is just unheard of. And I don't understand it. I don't understand the business moves they're making. It's, it doesn't make sense. They're going to piss off the wrong people coming up soon. I guarantee it's going to happen. Somebody's going to get pissed off enough because they're checking receipts now. Now, my thing is, I, I get it. I used to work at Best Buy. And Best Buy is big box retailer. High-end, you know, big ticket items. Uh, home theater equipment. Big televisions. Surround sound. All that stuff. I mean, high-dollar stuff. I mean, this is back in the day when Plasma, and I haven't worked there in a long time in home theater, but 2008, 2009 was the last time I was working in home theater. and Man, they had some Plasma, Pioneer, all that stuff. That, that's, that shit's expensive. You know I mean? It's, it's, it is, back then, it was, it was even expensive, and I'm sure it is now. But, like, the, just the, the, t, the, thin, the flat panel televisions have come down so much in price. But back then, it was such a big deal, and everything was a big-ticket item. But Best Buy, we would check receipts. If you're coming out with a TV and you have made a purchase on a television or any other equipment, we would check the receipt to make sure it matched. It's a, it was just a given process. That was a process that people knew about Best Buy. Most people would know that about Best Buy. You're going in there for something specific. It is a, it's big ticket items. It's not something you could, you're going to go into Walmart. I mean, you're not going to go into Walmart and get help with the TV. I'll tell you that right now. They can do all they want as far as getting people to, to, to be up to speed with certain uh, retailers as far as Best Buy. Get, I don't care for Best Buy either, but I'm just saying, you're not going to go to Walmart and get help on a television. You may get help on getting it loaded up on your cart. That's about it. So those people don't know anything about televisions, I'll tell you that. But my thing is, Best Buy, we would check receipts. And at one time in 2006, uh, an attorney out of Memphis sued. Sued Best Buy. I think they won. Because they said the the person at Best Buy, the rep with Best Buy, was very abrasive and pushy, and um, you know, I guess the person got offended. So I guess that was the beginning of the woke era. I don't know, but offensive being people being offended. So um, that that's it's a big deal. People will take that so the wrong way, and I mean, uh, this happened this morning. I didn't get my my receipt didn't get checked, but. The lady that was doing it, they were checking receipts. I mean, they're checking groceries. I mean, you know how long that's going to take? You realize how many people come into Walmart? I mean, it's insanity. Like, who's going to take the time to look at the receipts? You really going to look through every item? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I don't like the new method, the new way they're pushing this stuff at Walmart. I, I just That's just my opinion. Hey, to each their own. You want to go shop at Walmart, that's your deal. But I'm a Kroger guy and Walgreens. Because I can be in and out. Even Family Dollar. I mean, excuse me, Dollar General. Dollar General is awesome. And I know it gets busy too, but Dollar General, in and out, 
10 minutes, maybe less. But um, Walmart, I'm sorry, they suck. Um, and 2023, I don't plan to go back to a Walmart. That's my opinion, just getting that out there. However, I did get my 2023 Sports Illustrated swimsuit calendar from there today. So that was kind of on the list. So <laughs> but um, that's, just, that's just my opinion. Oh, excuse me. Captain had to take a little drink there. And, um, that, that, you know, I just, I just feel like eventually they're going to piss off the wrong people and it's going to be a lawsuit. So they need to change their methods and really think about this because, you know, people don't go into Walmart to get stopped at checkout. Like, what do you mean I didn't pay for this? Here's my receipt. You know, I'm just saying that's, Hey, good luck Walmart. Cause I'm telling you, it's, it's not a good, it's not a good, it's not good for business. Just my opinion. So anyway, moving on, um, Christmas gifts, you know, it's, um, money is tight, obviously for a lot of people and you know, you, you do what you got to do for who you want to get gifts for. I love the iTunes gift card. I always think that's a, a classic, you know, sell right there because you can not only with I mean, the gift, the iTunes gift card, you can buy music, obviously, but you can also buy movies, TV shows apps I mean it's uh, games so it's really it actually comes in handy and it, it's just great everything's digital so you really don't even have to go and buy a physical card you can actually go to the Apple store or the iTunes score store excuse me and just download a gift card and send it through email send it to the person's email I've done this many times send it to the person's email you can include a little message choose the card that you want for the design and send it to their email it may go to spam just let them know but hey, there's your Christmas gift right there. You didn't even have to leave the house. So uh, that's a great way for, I mean, that's a great gift idea. Again, a lot of people will go to Walgreens and stock up on the gift cards, which I think is a great idea because you get your Best Buy, your Outback Steakhouse, Nike, uh, Red Lobster, uh, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods, and uh, Bass Pro Shop all right there. Um, it's just you get it all right there and just at Walgreens load up so anyway gift cards are phenomenal and to me Christmas gifts it's all about thoughtfulness and that that's the captain's take on that's 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 how I've always been my entire life is being thoughtful and I know I've talked recently other podcasts about dating and girls it's like always being the good guy well the good guy is always going to be the thoughtful one Regardless of intentions, because nowadays girls will say like, oh, there's an ulterior motive or his intentions are bad. You know, we only know we know what he wants, you know, stuff like that. Blah, 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 blah. Well, that's not true. So, you know, being thoughtful is what it's all about. So if you want to get somebody a gift card, you want to buy somebody some Godiva chocolates. Um, you want to get them a gift card to Victoria's Secret. Go for it. Who cares? It's a gift. It's being thoughtful. So that that's just my opinion. And, they, you know, they, they can't say anything negative about it. So uh, if they want to, then they're, they're screwed in the head. So let them, let them be negative all they want. I remember buying a, a birthday gift for a girl at a law firm. I used to do computer support for this law firm. And I had been doing it for years, a few years there. And finally, I got her a birthday gift. I just came by and got her like a, a, a little bag of candy with a couple of flowers, you know, just a nice little floor arrangement, nothing serious, just a friendly gesture. Happy birthday. And she made it clear to me that 
you really didn't have to do this. No, I'm serious. You know, you really did not have to do this. Like, made it clear, like, how dare you buy me a gift? I was like, damn, kiss my ass, you know? And that's just, that's how I felt. I was like, as soon as I, the way she, her tone, the way she handled it, I was like, you know what? Bye-bye. Like, that Saturday Night Live, Davis Bade, Helen Hunt. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Oh, oh, who am I? I'm somebody important. I got something to say. Bye-bye now. That's the way, bye-bye, bye-bye. I like it, bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs> so that's how I felt about that. And I was like, you know what? That's what I get for being a good guy. But you know what? Straight up, you're a bitch. So that's just what I should have said. But she did. She made it such, such a big deal and made it, she wanted it to be known. How dare you buy me a gift and be a nice guy? <laughs> and again, um, I, I use the initials KMA, which means kiss my ass. So... I, I like to say it in Eddie Murphy voice, but kiss my ass, you know, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> anyway, so that's, uh, that's just how I feel about that. So be, be a gentleman, be, be thoughtful, buy him a gift. Who cares? You only, you only live once. And I'd rather be, I'd rather go down in history saying like, you know what? Captain Cambino, that was a cool dude. You know, I miss that guy. That's how I'm going to be remembered. I don't care what anybody says. And uh, so, thoughtfulness, uh, which also leads me to the next topic of uh, forgiveness. Um, this has been a big deal. I've actually been talking to my, my older brother about some of this stuff. You know, we all make mistakes. We are all human. And there are times in our life where we meet certain people and we try to get close to that person or become friends or maybe more. Or attempt to, you know, spark a relationship or something, you know, see what happens. Well, lots of times it just doesn't go how you want it to. And that's life. So, uh, Frank Sinatra, that's life. Anyway, <laughs> that's just how, that's how it is. That's how the chips fall. Recently, I have made amends with a lot of people. And I'm not saying a, a lot of people, like a hundred or so people, but like a few people in my life in the past that I've either upset or made comments to that were not healthy or friendly or whatever you want to call it. And this is this is before the woke era, but so it wasn't like they were hurtful, demeaning comments or you know anything that would be extreme or you know you should be in jail for or anything like that. It was just uh, it was just you know should have said it so it is what it is but um it was uh, it's been on my mind and actually it, it's i have have a list of people a list of people that i made amends with and i i uh, i either sent them text messages audio messages which i think is a great way to text by the way everyone um texting you can always have that long drawn out text that looks like a novel and it's like okay man you need to chill uh, bring it down a notch. <laughs> There's no need for the novel. So uh, that audio text is always a great way to go. You can just get, basically get your thoughts out right there and keep it under a minute, a couple minutes, you know, no problem. Uh, depends on what you're saying, though. You may go a little bit more, but it is, that's, that's normal. But the audio text is a great way to go on your iPhone. So I really, um, I really think that's a, that's a good option right there. So there's a few people that I reached out to and apologized. Apologize for how things went down and uh, friendship and things like that and uh, ask for forgiveness. 
you know, and again, I went, I even told him, I said, I'm not looking for anything in return. I'm not asking for a conversation to have later on, you know, just like, Hey, look, I'm making my peace and moving on. So I sent a few messages that were maybe a couple minutes, three minutes tops. And it, it really feels good. And there's some girls on there that I really thought I'd never see again or talk to again. And I haven't seen them again, but either way, I didn't think I'd talk to them again. And I did, I got it out and a couple of, a few of them are married, but you know, it's again, it's just a text message and I, you know, wish them the best of luck. Merry Christmas. And, um, thank you for, for listening. So if you, as long as you do your part, you got what's out on the tape, what needed to be said, addressed you, as long as you took care of that, you're good. I, I feel like if you're, you're reaching out to that person, you're the one making the, taking the initiative to rectify the situation then you've, you've done right in my book. God will remember that. It's a Christian thing to do, and I'm not a perfect man. Nobody's perfect, and I'm, I'm not a perfect Christian either, but I know that I'm, I'm getting there. I'm working on it. You know, we all struggle with that. And I just feel like, you know, it's the Christian thing to do. As a man, it's the right thing to do. You, you make amends for what you've done wrong. And even if it was minor, you know, it doesn't matter. Minor, I hardly know her. Just kidding, Michael Scott. Anyway, um, <laughs> just do do the right thing. Don't and you know don't second guess yourself. You know you've got it out on the table. It's done. It's out of your system. And I tell you what, it is such a good feeling. It's a phenomenal feeling because you you got it out of the way. And it's not like you're just doing it to half ass it, or you know. Just to, just to get it out of the way. That is not the way to do it. Be sincere about it and be truthful because that's what it's all about. And they're going to remember that. And I haven't heard from any of them. Um, that's fine. I'm not, I don't, they probably won't talk to me. That's fine. I, that, that's the whole point. You got it out there. It's done. Move on. Go on with your life. Life goes on. You can't look in the past. That is something I have definitely struggled with for the last several years. It's, it's just, I don't know why, but I'm working on it. Again, we're not perfect. And this is, again, the captain's entertainment therapy. So uh, you guys are my therapists. <laughs> but, you know, we, we, we make mistakes. So, and it's how you learn from those. And it's not something to be like, you know, don't, like I said, don't just half-ass it and be like, oh, it's done. I don't care. I, oh, I'm sorry. You know, don't, don't be sincere. Be truthful. And just be upfront. Be honest. Because honesty will always prevail in the end. And, um, like, like Mr. Belding says, you know, sometimes the truth, sometimes the truth hurts, but in the long run, lies hurt more. I'm proud of you. So that's, that's how it goes. And we make mistakes, learn from it, but be smart, be smart about next time and choose your words carefully. And the situation, you know, a lot of times we get in the heat of the moment. We, we say things we don't mean and, but that's where cooler heads prevail. So so those people that are out there that I apologize to this week and I sent my uh, um, amends to make amends with you guys, um, I meant it. The captain is truthful as ever before. And I thank you for listening to those uh, remarks and uh, meant every word. So all of you out there, you know who you are. Thank you and best of luck to you. Merry Christmas. So that's another thing, you know, forgiveness. Um, that, that's a very important 
I think it's very important to get that out in life some at some point because you got to forgive and forget. That's what God wants, and it's the right Christian thing to do. So just want to let that be known. Um, I bought a, bought a book this week. It's a graphic novel. I'm not, I mean, I am a, I do enjoy reading books when I can. So January will be a good time to read some books. I tell you that because we all know January is a terrible year. So, um, I bought, uh, I'm into graphic novels, uh, like DC comics. Uh, I'm not really into, I, I like Marvel, the Marvel comics, the movies and stuff, but I'm not like a fan cause I grew up on Superman and Batman. And also like Spider-Man and the Hulk, but those are more like cartoons and TV shows. But the books, the comics, Superman and Batman all the way. And DC has always been my go-to. Yes, I know their movies have struggled lately, and Marvel seems like every six months there's a movie, you know, or a TV show. I mean, they're just, sometimes it can be a little watered down in my opinion. But I bought a graphic novel at Barnes & Noble, and it's called, uh, and I'm not a, I don't, I don't know what Barnes and Noble. I don't shop there enough, but they have what I had and got it in and out. So it's called uh, Batman: A Death in the Family, and um, I'm almost halfway through it. But it's a graphic novel and came out in the '90s, I believe. And it's about the third Robin, uh, Jason Todd, and he's trying to find his mother, and he he won't listen to. Batman, Bruce Wayne, so he goes overseas to Lebanon or something. So and then Joker, Joker's involved, and he's trying to sell a nuclear weapon, and so Batman has to go overseas. So it's actually pretty good so far. It's a, I've never read it, so it's the first time, and but apparently it's a very popular graphic novel, um, a death in the family. So you basically know what the title, something's going to happen. So anyway, I'm looking forward to finishing that. So. Uh, if you're into the graphic novels, there's some really good ones out there. I read one in high school, and I've actually read it since then. I've, I've got copies of them somewhere, but it was Batman Nightfall. That is an awesome novel, graphic novel. There's three parts to it. There's also a hard copy book with no pictures, just an actual novel. Then there's the graphic novel. Graphic novel, in my opinion, it tells the story better because you can see the pictures, obviously. But Batman Nightfall is based on... Batman's encounter with Bane. And if you've seen The Dark Knight Rises, we all know the Bane character with the mask and the voice. But in the comics, Bane was a little bit different. Bane had uh, he had this concoction in the back of his neck area where venom would be fed through his brain or to his body and he would become stronger. And it was just weird. You know, he, it's like he survived on venom. So it was just a, it was like, instead of blood, he lived on venom or something. I don't know all the details on that, but it was weird, but it made him so powerful. Well, in the comics, the graphic novel, he broke Batman's back. So in The Dark Knight Rises, that is actually pays homage to the comics of, Dark, of Batman Nightfall. He puts Batman out of commission. There's this guy that Batman's training and takes over, and he just, he's actually takes, he's a little extreme. Batman has to heal up, and he comes back. It's just really, it's really great. Um, finish to it the climax so if you get a chance it's hard to find I don't, I don't think I don't know if it's in stores or not but you can definitely find it online but it's Batman Nightfall uh, really good three part series uh, Robin's in it and uh, I think the Joker's in it but I can't I don't remember I haven't, I haven't read it in a while but I have to go back and check it, it's just one of those I haven't read in a while but it's just every time you read it be like oh yeah I remember this so 
Oh, excuse me. Take another sip there. Um, so anyway, some good graphic novels out there. Superman, um, The Death and Return of Superman is a good one. And there's also um, World's Finest, which is Batman and Superman together. They're supposed to be bringing out a new, ver a, a recent version of World's Finest, and it's based on the movies of Superman 1978 and Batman of 89. So it's Keaton and Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman, Jack Nicholson. They're bringing that into a crossover. Now that's going to be awesome. And there are people like, man, why can't we get a TV show out of this or something like that? But they're going to do the comics of exactly how the movies were. And Michael Keaton's Batman and Christopher Reeve's Superman are going to cross over somehow. Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor and Jack Nicholson's Joker, they're going to cross over. So I was like, man, this is just unreal. This is going to be so cool. So that's that's every like fan's dream right there, just having a, so the multiverse, you know? So anything could happen. So I think that's supposed to be coming out this week. I'm not for sure. I have to check that out. But I think it's World's Finest issue number 10. And it's um, they're doing a crossover somehow. So I have to check that out. But just heads up. Speaking of Superman found out this week that Henry Cavill, the actor who played Superman, Kal-El, Clark Kent, in the recent movies, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, and the, both versions of the Justice League, uh, they are no longer going to... Warner Brothers has decided they're not going to do business with them anymore. He also made a cameo in Black Adam. If you have not seen it, it's really awesome. But I, Henry Cavill, in my opinion, is play Superman for nine years. I mean, that's right around Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve played the character for nine years. Brandon Routh was in one film, but he only, he did make an appearance in a 2020 version of uh, um, DC's uh, Infinite Crisis, where there's multiverse, and they have to go and find the Superman of that era. So Brandon Routh did a good job as well. I think Henry Cavill just knocked it out of the park, in my opinion. I mean, the guy's ripped, and he pulls it off nicely. I mean, he's just just a badass Superman, in my opinion. Christopher Reeve, may rest in peace, was awesome, but that you know, different generations, you know, they all they were all were great. Even Tom Welling and Smallville really pulled it off too. Um, I don't understand though why Warner Brothers has to do stuff like this. You know, I get it. There's lots of money involved. There's different ways they want to go with the character but man you know now you got a reboot again i mean like how many reboots can they do it's like geez it's like spider-man i remember when toby mcguire was spider-man you know i thought he did a good job and the, 2007 was spider-man 3 and didn't do that well it was cool too many characters though i think we can agree to that but there was going to be a fourth one, and they all signed up for it. I mean, Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, which I, I, I love Kirsten Dunst. I think she's hot, just my opinion. I, that redheaded Mary Jane Watson, she pulled it off perfectly. Um, they were all going to come back. Sam Raimi, the director, and it was going to be the lizard. The lizard was going to be the villain, which was uh, Dr. Connors, uh, the professor in Spider-Man 2 and 3. He was going to be the lizard, and... So that was going to be Spider-Man 4 was going to be in May 2011. And it never took off. They decided not to do it. And then a year later, they reboot the whole thing with the amazing Spider-Man. And it's the lizard as the villain. It's like, you know what? It's just a different actor. 
different studio, and they just or no, I think it was San Columbia. Sorry, but um, Sony Pictures. But they, you know, it's just like why all these reboots? And they did it again a few years later. in Tom Holland, all these reboots, and then with Spider-Man No Way Home, they all show up. So it's like, what what's what's going on here? So I don't know. I don't understand all the reboots. I'm tired of it. I think definitely believe the fans are tired of it. Leave Superman alone. Henry Cavill was phenomenal. He still is. That Zack Snyder's Justice League, if you have not seen it, be sure to check it out. If you've got four hours to kill, then just be just be prepared. It is awesome. Now I'm gonna now this is a tall order and a I mean excuse me, a broad broad statement. I believe it's better than Avengers Endgame. That's just my opinion, because and I am a DC guy. But I'm not saying that Endgame was terrible. Endgame was awesome. Endgame is three hours. And not just because Justice League is four hours, but I, I'm sorry. Darkseid could crush Thanos in a heartbeat. So that's just, Darkseid was always like that. Darkseid is the equivalent of Superman in the comics, of evil. He is like Superman's equivalent as evil. I mean, we all know that. If, you're, if, you're, if you know what I'm talking about, Darkseid was... Darkseid was the, the man, so he did mess with Darkseid. And there's even comics out there, or like art, you know, art artwork out there of Darkseid destroying Thanos and stuff like that. But Thanos could hold his own, I'm sure. But um, just in my opinion, Justice League by Zack Snyder is awesome. Probably the greatest comic book movie ever. And that's saying a lot, but he did it right. And just all the characters that came in and then dark side to see dark side finally on the screen. It was worth it. So I, I'm going to say that it was better than Endgame. and you know, Hey, everybody's got their opinion. That's just how I feel. So if you haven't checked it out, it's uh it is available on Apple TV, Zack Snyder's justice league. It's four hours and one, two minutes. So <laughs> great soundtrack. And of course there's wonder woman. So, <laughs> but yeah, really good stuff. Oh, excuse me, and I'm gonna take another sip there. I'm just excited to be here. I have a beautiful day. There's football. My Miami Dolphins are playing tonight uh, at Buffalo, which is uh, always a tough place to play. It's supposed to be snow, and it should be a fun game. Miami's got to we've, we've got to turn it around. They've lost two in a row, and tonight it's not looking good. Buffalo is very tough at home. Josh Allen's got a cannon of an arm, and they've got a good team. And they're kind of on a mission. But I'll be honest with you, the Bengals are probably playing the best football right now in the AFC. I believe Cincinnati might win it all. Um, but if, I, if I'm going to pick it right now, I know I'm jumping around there. I'm going to pick it right now. Super Bowl, Bengals, 49ers. Just the way the Niners are playing. I know Philadelphia is playing good football right now. However, will that experience – be a problem because Jalen Hurts does not have a lot of playoff experience. I don't know if he had it. I don't know if they made it last year, but that, that'll come down. That'll be a good one. Brock Purdy, the way he's playing. Garoppolo, Garoppolo when's he going to come back? That'll be uh, interesting to see. So, uh, But I'm going to pick it. The Bengals and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. So we'll see. And like Chris Berman says, that's why they play the game. Speaking of that, this week – I've been watching some old uh, highlights from uh, the 90s of NFL primetime. 
games that I remember watching when I was a kid. I was like, I knew exactly where I was. I remember watching this Christmas Eve. I remember going to my grandma's. And I remember watching, uh, with playoff implications, it was the Patriots at the Bears in Soldier Field. Christmas Eve, 1994. I was like, man, this is cool. And they both went to the playoffs. So it was cool to watch that game. That was uh, Parcells, his second year in New England. And uh, I just remember watching those games. It was awesome, you know. Um, then there was the Raiders and the Chiefs at the old uh, L.A. Coliseum. When they were the L.A. Raiders. Last season would be the L.A. Raiders. And uh, both teams win and you're in. And uh, that's when the Raiders had Jeff Hostetler and it was Joe Montana's final season in the NFL. So it was just, it was just fun. Playoff, the atmospheres, watching those games. As a kid, you're like, oh, man, this is awesome. So I remember watching the highlights and being like, oh, man, I remember this. I remember this game, you know, that grandma's up in grandma's. So <laughs> back when NBC, their football was great. Uh, Marv Albert, Dick Enberg, Bob Trumpy, those guys, uh, Todd Christensen. Anyway, but that's good times. I mean, I miss those. Um, so anyway, it's always good to watch those uh, highlights. I actually was watching the 1995. This is actually yeah, the anniversary, December 17th, 95. I'm weird about dates. And only reason I remember that because I remember telling this girl I had a thing for her and it was December 16th. So the next day, the Dolphins played the Bills. Here I am 28 years later. Wait, is that right? Um, yeah, 28 years later. So, or 20, 27, excuse me. And it's December 17th. The Dolphins are playing the Bills. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, I'm just weird about dates like that. So. I'm going to catch up with you real quick. Right? We're going to go over a quick couple scores. Uh, yesterday, the college football did kick off with the bowl games. So the Bahamas Bowl, um, that was the first one of the day. And uh, University of Alabama and Birmingham beat Miami, Ohio, 24-20. And then last night in the Cure Bowl in Orlando, it was number 24, Troy, defeated number 25, Texas, San Antonio, 18-12. Those were the final scores last night. The only two bowl games from last night. Uh, Backtrack to Thursday, there was NFL action. It was uh, the 49ers at the Seahawks, and the 49ers won 21-13. And actually, Pat McAfee, I don't know if you guys follow Pat McAfee, but he, he posted a video, and he was in the he was up in the skybox. I think he was right there with Al Michaels and Herb Street. Now, he was just having such a, such a great time. That's a cool dude, Pat McAfee. I mean, think about it. He was played college football West Virginia, goes to the NFL, he's a punter for the Colts, has a great career, retires early, becomes a WWE announcer and becomes a wrestler. I mean, he gets in the, he was able to get into the ring and drink with Stone Cold. I mean, how how awesome is his life? I'm just saying. Pat McAfee, if you're if you listen to this, thank you. Keep up the good work, man. You're awesome. And <laughs> for the brand. So I just I just love it. I just love his whole his whole everything he does just his podcast his show they get some cool guys so just uh thanks thanks for everything pat keep up the good work man we love you so uh anyway i just check that out pat mcafee show but other game we got games today um right now there's nfl action in the third quarter uh the colts surprisingly are kicking some kicking some butt at minnesota 33 to nothing Wow, didn't see that coming. Vikings, they may have a good record, but I don't know how they're going to last. So, yeah, 33-0 Colts. 13 minutes to go in the third quarter at Minnesota. 
And again, at 3.30, we got another big one. Uh, Baltimore Ravens at Cleveland Browns. Browns are fighting for playoff li their lives. That's a big one. Uh, I don't know if Lamar Jackson still – I think Lamar Jackson's still out. That'll be interesting to see what happens in that game. Browns are tough at home, and they've got Deshaun Watson, so we'll see what happens. The Browns are trying to make a – they can make a run. They might be able to get a wild card, but we'll see. Uh, college football kicked off today. Another, another round of bowl games. The Fenway Bowl in, in Boston. Uh, Louisville Cardinals beat the Cincinnati Bearcats 24-7. So Cincinnati has lost their coach. So um, looking forward to next season. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the next game, the Las Vegas Bowl. Um, uh, no score right now with five minutes to go in the first. It's uh, Florida and number 14, Oregon State, are tied up 0-0. I just said that, no score. What's the score? Nothing to nothing. Who's winning? The Bears. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, today at 2.30, we got the Los Angeles Bowl. Uh, Washington State and Fresno State. Uh, so the Cougars and Bulldogs. We'll see what happens. At 4.45, we got the Lending Tree Bowl. Uh, the Rice Owls and the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. So um, that should be a good one. Um, let me backtrack real quick. The Washington State-Fresno State game, LA Bowl. The... Uh, the over-under is 54. The Lending Tree Bowl, Rice and Southern Miss, the over-under is 45 and a half. And we go up next to the New Mexico Bowl. Uh, the Southern Methodist Mustangs and the Brigham Young Cougars. That's at 6.30 p.m. Over-under is 65. And tonight, to top it off, is the Frisco Bowl, the North Texas Mean Green and the Boise State Broncos. At, and the uh, over-under is 62 and a half. So for you uh, betters out there, uh, regarding that, check out uh, FanDuel and BetMGM. Those are good apps, and uh, but you, you know, it's only allowed in the state that allows sports sportsbook betting. So, just heads up. So that um, that's our football action for today with the uh, NFL and college, and of course the Dolphins and the Bills tonight at seven fifteen. Uh, the Browns Ravens game is also they're all on NFL Network. So just heads up. Uh, Dolphins Bills 715 with the over under at 43 and a half and the Ravens Browns at 330 with the over under at 38 and a half. So should be good. And then we got lots of action tomorrow. I'll run those down later. Speaking of college football, uh, Deion Sanders, I'm sure we all heard, going to the University of Colorado. He is now the head coach of the Buffaloes, and I think it's awesome. Coach Prime is phenomenal. Excuse me, one second. He is just, uh, he's killing it. The man knows what he's doing. I love it. I, I'm, the way he's handled those kids at Jackson State, he's given them direction, given them purpose. It's awesome. You know, we need more people like Coach Prime. And I've heard stories that a lot of people are upset that he's leaving. And you know what? They're, they're very, I think they're being very selfish when they say that. You know, it's not like he's leaving permanently he's not he's not leaving these kids and in, in a bad place he, he's they, they he got them where they need to be now he has trained his other coaches to you know hey you need to you need to step it up this is all i can do he's a leader of young men and he's doing it great he's doing a great job and he's just going to the next level think about it colorado has not been i mean they have they have not been 
good at all in a long time. And I think the last time I remember them being even relevant was maybe the 2001 uh, Big 12 championship or Big 8 championship, whatever it was. You know, that was a long time ago. So they, they've struggled. It's a prominent program. So I think he's going to do good things. And it's his way or the highway. And that's how it should be. So Coach Prime, we love you. Best of luck. Keep up the great work. Prime never believe in double coverage. <laughs> Is that a goat? You talking to me? <laughs> I love him with that. Aff I'm, I'm ready to see the Aflac Bowl. Now that he's at a big program, let's see Deion Sanders and University of Colorado versus Nick Saban and University of Alabama in the Aflac Bowl. Let's make it or the Aflac Kickoff. Aflac Kickoff Classic, whatever. Just something. I just think that would be cool to see them face each other, regardless who wins. You know, uh, yeah, I know that's probably not. This year would be a good year, but I'm just saying, wouldn't that be cool? The Affleck Bowl, <laughs> Bama and Colorado. So whatever, just uh, talking too much there. So, <laughs> but anyway, Coach Prime, good luck to you, Colorado man. We are looking forward to it. So, um, I wanted to get to another subject here. Uh, when I was talking earlier about forgiveness, um, there was there's there's a, I'm not going to mention this person's name, but there is a girl that I met recently. Uh, when I went to, and I'm not, again, I'm not going to mention her name, but I met her at the Ole Miss Troy game, uh, that weekend. And she's just, I, I think she's beautiful. She's perfect and she, beautiful smile, funny, energetic. Her friends are cool. She's cool. She's a Texas girl. And I just think it's great. I mean, she's just, just a great girl all around and we hit it off. Um, and you know, it just, it, it didn't work out and that's fine. Um, I, uh, did some nice things for her and she was appreciative and there was no problem there, but you know, it just, I, I guess she started seeing somebody else and you know, that's all, that's all fine and dandy. But, uh, she blocked me. She blocked my phone number and I, I don't know why it, it's, uh, doesn't make sense. Cause I know I didn't do anything wrong. Well, we talked about it on Instagram and I was able to, and she told me that the guy she's seeing made her block me. And I was like, oh, made you? Well, let's see. Okay. But you know what? You're not a prisoner. You're not under his control. You do whatever you want to do. This person can't make you do something. I didn't say anything like that, but that's how I feel. I was like, you know what? I'm going to let her learn her lesson. To me, whoever this guy is she's dating sounds like a narcissist. Sounds like he's very controlling. And I don't care for that. But you know what? Some people, they like that stuff. Hey, you know what? Go do what you got to do. If that's who you want to be with, then, you know, best of luck. But, you know, we're cool. She and I are cool. It's no hard feelings. And I'm not upset. But I just think it's wrong. And because whoever this guy is, hey, you know what? Karma, karma's a bitch. So you never know what's going to happen. And uh, so, again, I'm not going to mention her name, but she knows that I care about her. And I'm, uh, I told her I'd be there if, if she needs anything. So, and that's, and that's no cliche. You know, it's the truth. Um, the good guys will always prevail. 
and um, that's that's the truth. So um, she knows I'm there, and but I just you know hope she knows what she's getting into because that's that doesn't sound like a good thing. That doesn't sound healthy. That sounds like narcissism and somebody being controlling, and in a relationship, that's not the way to go. So that's just that's just my opinion. Just putting that out there. So here we are. So um, you know who you are, and but thank you, and hopefully I'll I'll see you again soon. But if not, best of luck. So I just want to get that out there, um, and to be respectful, I'm not going to say her name. So, but she knows we're cool, and we'll see what you know. Let her let her do her thing. Moving on, uh, we're going to talk about future plans. And 2023 is on the way. I was talking to some people at work this week about my travel plans for the coming months. Again, I told you about my trip out west. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking at some new places that popped up. And I was like, oh, man, you know what? I should check that out. So um, I think I'm going to try to check out the Hoover Dam, uh, definitely the Grand Canyon. And uh, even uh, I thought about Fort Hancock, Texas. Because that's in the movie Shawshank Redemption, when um, Morgan Freeman's going to see Andy, and uh, he gets a parole violation, and he stops by the bus the bus stop, and he's getting a ticket. He goes Fort Hancock, Texas, please. And I was like, you know what? I forgot about that. It's it's on I ten on the way to El Paso, so I think I might check that out. We'll see. We'll see. But that's that's another place I found out. Then also, since I work at FedEx, you know, Castaway is a very popular movie because it's a FedEx related. Um, situation uh, the spot at the beginning and the end of the movie the crossroads where it ends where Tom Hanks is trying to figure out where to, which way to go I found out where it is it's like near south of Amarillo I believe uh, middle of nowhere but it's on Google Maps it says it it says crossroads where they filmed the movie Castaway so uh, send us in the middle of nowhere so I'm looking for it. I've actually looked it up on Google, and there's lots of people that have stopped by there and taken photos. So that's another, it's on the list. But as far as the upcoming trip, I've already talked about that. In the future, some other places on my bucket list, Boston. My older brother has actually been to Fenway Park, been to Boston. I'd love to go to Fenway just to check it out. I think that'd be just a, an old ballpark. I'm not a big baseball guy today. I used to be, but I love the old ballparks because – it's just, it's just vintage. Eight Men Out was on last night, and uh, John Cusack, and um, such a great supporting cast. But just, just those old ballparks makes you appreciate baseball like that. I miss that stuff. And uh, so that's, uh, I just, I, I want to see it again. I want to see Wrigley Field again. But Fenway, Fenway's on the list, the bucket list. And also Nantucket. I'd love to go to Nantucket. Um and if you ever seen the movie One Crazy Summer, they talk about it. <laughs> hey, what a boat? You didn't say we're getting on the boat. What are you talking about? It's an island. We're not driving. <laughs> so, but Nantucket, I've always, I've always wanted to go there. Uh, maybe Cape Cod. Uh, maybe Martha's Vineyard, where they filmed Jaws. So that'd be cool. But um, so the plans for the future, you know, I'm excited about it. That's another thing I want to get to, and we'll wind down here. Make plans. Um, it's important to make plans. 
I mean, even if your plans aren't perfect or they're not really where you want to be right now, you at least please make plans because if you don't have a plan, then you're going to struggle. And I'm not saying you're going to struggle forever, but you've got to have some type of plan, whether it be financial, uh, you know, work-related, personal, growth, health, things like that. Have a plan. Mine is financial. When we all have, we all struggle there, and it's a it's a big deal. You gotta have, you gotta live, you gotta eat, and um, but I mean I'm, I'm thankful I got a good job, so it could be a lot worse, but we'll get there. The economy, you know, we're not there yet. It's always gonna get worse before it gets better, just like Dalton said in Roadhouse. So it just these are growing pains, but have a plan. This to me, this podcast is all for fun. Again, like I told you, the cabana, the captain's always chill here. It's it's a it's entertainment therapy, and it's fly by the seat of your pants. You know, again, the title it's a podcast about I have no clue. So we're just gonna talk. So this is how I get my, this is how I get it out. You know, this is how I need to talk to people. I need to talk. So somebody out there, if you're listening, I appreciate it. It means a lot. And I you know I don't know how else to say that, but um, thank you because this this is. I'm, you know, maybe this will go somewhere, maybe not, but have a plan. And even, even if it's not where you want to be right now, have a five-year plan, you know, like, like Sid from Big Daddy, they had a five-year plan. What is it? Don't die. I'm just kidding. You're a Hooters girl now. Where's Sid? And he gets in the background waving at Adam Sandler. <laughs> anyway, Big Daddy. Um, so have a plan and do what you got to do to make it. Save your money. You want to you wanna go drive for DoorDash or Uber Eats? Go for it. Save your money. Be smart. That's something I struggle with. And I've gotten better. But just be smart. Have a plan. Save your money. You don't know when you're, you're going to need it. you got taxes coming up. We all love that, right? So 2023 and beyond, that should be your goal. Make plans. Whether it's travel, um, work, school, um, you want to run a 5K, you know, you want to climb climb a mountain, you want to climb Mount Everest for crying out loud, go for it. That might be a little nuts, but go for it. Um, that would be cool, though, to climb Mount Everest. I saw this other video the other day about the, how deep the ocean is. Like, it, it goes as deep as, as high as Mount Everest is, how deep, like, picture Everest in the ocean going to, it's, it's deep. So... Just, <laughs> I know that was random, sorry, but <laughs> the ocean is deep. But make your plans and shoot for the, the sky's the limit. Shoot for the top. But um, that's about all I have this week for the cabana. Um, there's, like I said, it's Christmas time. It's Saturday. Saturdays before the boys. And um, looking forward to the Dolphins game tonight. Hopefully they can take care of business. But if not, hey, um, I've actually been playing uh, my, my Super Nintendo, so a <laughs> little downtime uh, playing some old games. Gotta love, I love Super Mario World and Mario Kart. I mean, who doesn't, right? So good way to pass the time. But um, it's been fun here at the Commander this week. You know, I'm looking forward to um, whatever happens next. You know, it's, whatever's around the corner, you know, that's we got to take care of it. Deal with it the best you can and uh, enjoy it. Enjoy life and enjoy the holidays because it only comes once a year. And remember, 
Santa's making a list and he's checking it twice. Finding out who's naughty or nice. So, <laughs> but um, <laughs> when the when Clark Griswold is outside with the lights and it, he tries to turn them on and nothing happens and <laughs> um, Ellen's mother, I hope you kids see what a silly waste of resources this was. Audrey says he worked really hard, Grandma, and then the granddad so do washing machines. <laughs> That's just classic. So anyway. Uh, looking forward to some Christmas movies this week. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life is another classic. Um, looking forward to that. 76 years on that one. So, uh, George Bailey, you really had a wonderful life. We all have a wonderful life. You know, it may not be, we may not be where we want to be yet, but we're going to get there. So hang in there, do what you do the best you can and, you know, don't give up. And even if you're Lonely on an island like me in a cabana. You know, make it happen. Enjoy it. You know, uh, if you want to go swim with the sharks, go swim with the sharks. It's, it's kind of like, I know I said this, like Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield, you know. Um, or Sam Kinison said it too. It's like, you want to be a piece of shit? You want to be a piece of shit? Be a loser. That's fine. Be a piece of shit. But be a good piece of shit, you know. <laughs> Not really, you know what I mean, but you know what I mean. But Roddy Dangerfield says, you want to be a winner, you be a winner. You want to be a loser, be a loser. It's up to you. You can do it. So I try to go out with a positive message here. Very chill, positive message at the cabana. So, but um, it's, it's been, you know, it's, it's been a long year. I've, uh, but I'm excited about the future because that's all we've got. And we got to make it the best we can. You only go around this life once. So let's make it happen. Make it happen, Captain. And I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. So you've been listening to Captain Cambino in Captain Cambino's Cabana. And we're going to end it here with a little Christmas Island by Leon Redbone from the Elf soundtrack. So, all of you out there, thank you for listening this week. It's been fun. Uh, be sure to check it out. I'll put the podcast on YouTube. If you have questions, feel free to message me anytime. On Instagram, it's at Captain Cambino. Twitter, at Captain Cambino. And, of course, email. Uh, it's uh, CaptainCambino at gmail.com. Uh, again, it's all for fun. This is entertainment therapy, like I said. The captain will try to have another one next week. It'll be a short week. May try to get it out on the 21st or 22nd. So keep you posted. I'll try to do a uh, football promo as well by tomorrow. We'll see. But um, turn on the TV, relax, enjoy some college football, NFL games, Christmas movies, whatever you want to do. Get drunk. Let's go have some fun. So, uh, but be, be smart. Get a get a get a dedicated designated driver. Excuse me. Don't drink and drive. Thank you very much for listening. This is Captain Cambino and Captain Cambino's Cabana. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Festivus. It's going to be a Festivus for the rest of us. 25 years of Festivus. That's another one. Seinfeld. Season 9, 
episode 10, The Strike. That's the Festivus episode. So be sure to check it out if you, uh, they're on Apple TV or Hulu, I believe. Funny episode. You'll love it. Okay. Until next time, this is Captain Cambino and Captain Cambino's Cabana. Go chill. Have a good time. Permission to come aboard.